0: What's up everyone? Welcome to the Frequency Podcast. I'm your host Frankie J. Lopez. Hope you're all doing well. Before we get into it, please follow the podcast page, allow for notifications, rate the podcast. Also follow me on social media at Frequency Studios underscore on Instagram and at Frequency Studios on TikTok. Consistent content including a few album reviews that don't make the podcast. We got a great one today, Ray's debut album, My 21st Century Blues. Ray, British singer songwriter from London, who released this album after parting ways with her record label, Polydor Records, citing mistreatment and the lack of desire for them to release her album even after seven years under contract. So, this debut album we have here was subsequently released with Ray as an independent artist. And although she's had successful singles in the past, this is the first time we'd get to hear a complete body of work from the artist. And it's a shame that she wasn't able to release music for so long because we've clearly been deprived of some fantastic quality tracks that show up all over this debut mainly playing in the R&B and pop space but diving into other genres as well this album shows Ray's versatility and comfort with being uncomfortable not only with sounds but with topics too showing the maturity of a seasoned artist which makes sense given she has technically been in the space for years now. Starting from the top, the ambitious, Oscar-winning tears. Well-written track, which describes a now-former partner, who she thought was a good person before things went sour, revealing who they really are. After this, we get hard out here, where she dives deeper into her breaking away from the record deal, a triumphant track of bouncing back from the shit she had to deal with. She comes at privileged white CEOs, talks about her troubles with addiction. There's a ton going on on this one. And because of that, I feel like it never really truly settles in for me. The hooker to verses don't really carve out standout moments. With constant switch-ups, I never fall into the groove fully. Although I do still find her ability to craft something like this impressive with the nice background vocal layering, her rapping, her singing, and the vocal effects at various parts, especially on the hook. And apart from this track, there are definitely some standout instrumental moments on here, like Black Mascara, which may be my favorite track because I think this is the point where the album truly starts to take stride. The transition to this house instrumental on the hook is masterful. Especially enjoy the juxtaposition between the instrumental and the lyrics. Writing about the sadness she feels while being led by someone she trusted which is interesting against this more upbeat house instrumental this plus tracks like the thrill is gone which has some swing components to it really show off her instrumental and vocal versatility escapism is another great moment here where she's singing about a man that broke up with her so she goes out on the town drinking looking for a quick thing with someone else essentially trying to escape her feelings The melodic strip-back vocals on a chorus are beautiful, especially between the hard-hitting verses. It's like we're taking a look into how she really feels and why she's doing these things, and the negative effects of escapism themselves. She's really wearing her heart on her sleeve with this one. On the outro, going into incredible details, with the lyrics going, Speeding down the highway, sipping, mixing pills with the liquor, cause fuck these feelings. I left everyone I love on red, spilling secrets to the stranger in my bed. I remember nothing, so there's nothing to regret. Very emotionally deep bars there. And sure, some lyrics are eye rolls. One eye roll bar from Escapism specifically is, and I'm already acting like a dick, you know what I mean, so you might as well stick it in. Kind of corny. Which occasionally happens on this album, writing something coming off a little forced or too straightforward for my liking. But she does tend to compensate with her vocal approaches and the interesting and well-rounded song topics. Speaking of well-rounded song topics, following this we get Mary Jane, which features Ray diving into substance abuse, with some of the best writing on the album, gives off this strong Amy Winehouse vibe, With these beautiful vocals and this dirty blues guitar performance that before you know it builds with these background vocals and strings. Love the personification on that track too. For example, in verse 2, where she's singing about an addiction to Codeine, with bars like You Hold Me Better Than Any Man Did, and No one's Done It Like You Since, Codeine. Very interesting way to depict reliance on a drug. Along with her substance difficulty, she also touches on other troubles she's had, such as Body Dysmorphia on the track Body Dysmorphia. Incredibly descriptive in what she goes through, her relationship with food, intimacy and ultimately using substances in a type of way to address her insecurities. And on the second half is where we have some lows on the songwriting front that unfortunately can't be ignored due to equally lackluster performances and production. Tracks like Five Star Hotels and Flip a Switch, Run of the Mill, and although the choruses are solid, they aren't my favorite. I do appreciate the sexier, more true R&B moments, but the tracks themselves don't stand out and are also strangely sequenced between moments that are more serious in tone, so they kind of come off out of place. One of those tracks, Environmental Anxiety, which is an example of a song that, although I respect what it's trying to do, falls flat for me. I think addressing a topic like climate change is admirable, and I respect the very real need to discuss how it is an immediate issue that will only get worse. But when you write a song around a topic like this... Generally, something more poetic and less straightforward will go over better. Possibly a personal preference, but oftentimes I find something this direct to come off preachy or corny as opposed to powerful. I acknowledge for many moments on this album that style might make sense though, especially when sharing personal stories, for example on the track Ice Cream Man, Ray diving into her experiences with sexual assault through some strong and powerful storytelling. See, on this one, the hook is a little on the nose for me, but I acknowledge that it is likely done for a purpose. and means a lot more to others than it does to me, specifically women who have experienced experience These things themselves and I appreciate the metaphor of ice cream man quote unquote calling these men she dealt with cold and how her experiences led her down an unhealthy path of masking her pain with an unhealthy lifestyle and even blaming herself at times. This album closes on a high note and a positive one for me, which is nice to see that Ray still has an air of positivity, even with all she's been through. Worth It sees Ray hopeful that the person she's talking to is worth her time on this upbeat, smooth, and soulful instrumental full of guitars and colorful horns. It isn't groundbreaking at all, a love song in essence, but... Her vocal performance and the vibrant hook and production bring it over the top. Same goes for the closer, bust it down. And even with some of the lulls that are on here, I'm really happy that this album got to see the light of day and Ray was able to share her story. Rough around the edges in terms of writing, some instrumental choices, but the foundation is strong. And I'm looking forward to see what Ray does next from here. And this one's a 7 for me. Let me know if you agree. Do you think I'm crazy? DM me on Instagram or TikTok and let me know. Also, let me know what you'd like me to review next. Until next time, I will see y'all later.